One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at bluenile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to bluenile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at bluenile.com for $50 off. bluenile.com code LISTEN. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at moonpig.com. moonpig.com. Dolls. Lars FEMA watch continues. I am now completely unhoused fully. It, it was like edging towards that, but now we've arrived. We have arrived. We have and <laughs> and I we think you're making have it arrived at a hotel. You're glam. What? You're making it glam. I'm doing what I can. You're serving. Honestly, what, what can you I got a I got a little touch up on the bob it looks today. Great. It's pretty fierce. It's pretty bobbish. I won't lie. And sometimes you need to just do it, you know? In a place of hating it, but I'm got it all one length to begin the grow up process and honestly get back to me and who I am, which is a woman I love with it. long hair. At oh. my core, I was born to have long hair. I thrive when my hair is long, much like Samson of Samson and Delilah. I am strongest when my locks are longest. As and Gaga said, you are your hair. I am my hair. And I uh, regret the second I took shears to the to my mane. I regret this entire past year. I'm filled with nothing but ragrats. Well, you're serving you're serving cunt in, in hotel right now. So rest assured. I, for those of you who are not aware slash patrons, fuck you, but also to bring you up to speed, I, because <laughs> they don't know, they don't know what I've been through. Yeah. Um, I had to leave my apartment because it's being renovated for water damage, which also led into having to like repaint everything. And I stayed for as long as I could, um, Dante's Peak style, and ultimately had to depart. (laughs) Nana was not coming down the mountain. mountain. And then uh, Nana finally did come down the mountain last Saturday, took to Sunset Tower for two nights that 
honestly underwhelmed Mm -hmm. and then had to move to a far more affordable option. And now I've set up shop at the Sofitel and I'm ready to move in here. I live here now. It looks this is me. Pleasant. It's very pleasant. How's the bed? The bed's comfy. The bed at Sunset Tau was more comfy. Mm. But this is a good comfy bed, a California King. How's the view? Um they're the view I'm staring at the Beverly Center right in the eye. Iconic. <laughs> Every day I look out and I'm it's true I've never been so close to the Beverly Center. And the Beverly Center haunts me. Like, it's a haunting, haunting place. But I'm feeling that Why? it is calling to me. It's calling me home. Mm-hmm. Like, you will, this will be the last you hear of me because I will walk into oblivion, aka the Beverly Center, and I'll never come out. The Bever- you're, where you are right now is the Beverly Connection area, <laughs> mm-hmm. which is a thriving area of mom and pop shops. Mom and pop shops. I'm joking. <laughs> it's like it's literally every major chain in one area. CVS, yeah. Nordstrom Rack, but Beverly Center is truly. I've never experienced anything like it. When I'm in there, I feel completely overwhelmed more than when I'm at the Grove. I feel like I'm in like a giant space station. Like it feels truly untethered from the ground. It's kind of reminiscent of uh, there's a big, huge block in Chicago that is also just like an inside, just like everything's inside this like huge hub. Mm -hmm. And I'm blanking on the name right now. It's like, but it's in kind of like River North, maybe a little bit like west of River North. But it's massive. Like a big mall. And I think it's a it's a mixture of stores, but like also businesses. It's like it's like a mart mm-hmm. of sorts. But huge buildings like that that contain so much really freak me out. Yeah, they are freaky. The Beverly Center is It's so closed off to the outside, you're like, what goes on in there? It is. I went there once, I believe it was right when things were like opening up after COVID. And I went there right when it was opening one day and there was, I don't even know how I got in. I don't even know if it was fully open yet, but I like got in, like I parked and I just went up the escalator and I was just wandering around and there was just music playing and not one person anywhere. And I was going, I think I was going to like May, whatever the department, is there a Macy's there? I don't know. I don't really, I don't ever interact with Macy's, okay. so I don't keep track of them. Well, I do. And um, I was going there. And everything was shuttered, not one person, and it was everyone. And then when I did did finally see person, everyone had like a mask on. It was very eerie. It felt very like Dawn of the Dead. It's an eerie place. The last time I went there, I was like mentally unwell, and I needed to put on Uggs and get a pumpkin spice latte and wander. This was like pre-Tony even. Really? And I was like, I'm really going through it, and I need to just do this right now. And I wandered, like, for hours. It's like taking to the desert for, like, a vision quest or, a, like, a long Appropriate night for this of the episode. soul. I know. So, it's I'm staring at it, and, like, it's, like, humming. It's, like, truly, it's calling me home. It's telling me to come in. 
And this Halloween weekend is literally about me being called into the belly of the Beverly Center. I know it's going to happen, but it literally is like a humming energy Mm. day in, day out. What's that like conspiracy theory about like the hum noise? Have you heard about this? Mm -mm. There's like, I think it's in England. There's an area where people, whole towns of people like hear a humming noise. And I think it might be something to do with like wind turbines. Yeah, that sounds wind turbine energy. But the humming sound is actually coming from the Beverly Center. Yeah. And it's not like an audible. It's not it's no, not a it's, sound that's actually it, happening. It's just you hear it, but it can't be proven. You feel it in your bone. The Beverly Center is the optimal place to go to in the event of like a nuclear bomb. There's I think they're storing warheads in there. Maybe. There's so much space. Like, it is mostly a parking garage, but then it's also a center. The parking garage I think itself it would is fall, like... I think it would completely crumble during a nuclear event. Maybe. Because it's built on a garage. Yeah, we'll see. Wait, stay wait tuned. for the... Stay tuned. Yeah, wait till next year. Give it yeah. six months. Um... But yeah, so uh, I'm displaced. My life is chouse. I'm hanging on by a thread and go to bed at night with just like raging headaches, mm. wake up stressed. So yeah, the rumors are true. Any sort of renovations when people are like, I'm so stressed, everything's getting renovated and it's just stressful. It's like it actually, it's true. Yeah. I'm living it. My story. My body. Mm-hmm. Did you, okay, so we're all up to speed. This is a a detour, but George Santos, the revelation is here that George Santos has a twin sister who is probably as equally chaotic as he is. And there's a new claim by him that her daughter, his niece, has been kidnapped by like Chinese nationals. Well, the daughter went missing on a playground. No one could find her. And then when they found her, she allegedly was with Chinese people. And so he thinks she was kidnapped by, like, Chinese communists who were angry at him for, like, having, like, a hard line with China in his legislation. Okay. But it turns out that his sister is his twin, and she has donated... A sizable sum of money to his like campaign, which the fraud he's like being charged with 23 counts of fraud because he like allegedly faked like $500,000 worth of donations to his own campaign to right. make the Republican Party think that he's actually like a power player. Mm-hmm. And he he was just like taking people's donation credit cards and like spending with them. Um, but then his sister is over 40k in debt to her landlord on like unpaid rent this family so they say there's they're go off the gruesome gruesome (laughs) of queens it makes sense behind like every sinister gay is an equally if not more sinister woman Mm -hmm. i'm obsessed with him just like I'm sure if if this did happen, I'm sure there was just a group of people who happened to be Chinese being like, oh, little girl, like, come, we'll go, like, wait with you while you find your parents. Yeah. And he was like, they're communists. The Communist Party, the the People's Republic of China have struck and they took this girl. We have no follow up on the baby. No. The rogue baby. 
which I love. This reporter asked, so you think it was China? And he said, look, I don't want to go into like conspiracy theory, but you know, if the shoe fits, right? (laughs) I mean, (laughs) unparalleled. Every day, a new gift. But I also worry it's like he's getting so much press coverage Mm -hmm. that I'm like, it's going to make him a hero. It already kind of is. This, what he's like, his lies. Yeah. Yeah, I mean he's he's a folk hero at this point. Just this he's like folklore, this maniacal gay from Queens who's just like running amok with babies. Also, like, why get into politics if you're gonna steal that much money? There's way like because he's a megalomaniac. More fun things that you could do than like get into politics, which is just seems very soul sucking. No, he people like him are like they're operating on like they just want the next best like power grab and like he doesn't care if he's like has this baggage. He's like I want to be a politician now. I want more power because they're like narcissists and they need they need to be fueled. It's like I used to wonder like why did Teresa and Joe go on Roe and Jay when they knew they had like all this debt and criminal <laughs> history and it's because they're they have egos and they want to be they want to flaunt it they just want what they want and you can't ever know what a criminal is thinking that's why criminals are so fascinating because they're just operating on their own lizard brain lizard brain and you're just along for the ride it's true i guess he couldn't go into hollywood anyways just given the whole package that he's presenting so Politics is the next best option. I'm still obsessed with him as a drag queen. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Katara. I mean, steal 500k and like step your pussy drag game up. Mm -hmm. Be the most iconic drag queen. I mean, that's like somewhat what he's doing. I hope he actually goes like he should go away. He's going on Ozempic. Go under the radar like no one's seen you for weeks. Mm-hmm. Let the Ozempic really fucking hit. Then show up in drag to every single, every work day <laughs> from there on out. Yeah, I guess you couldn't. I mean, what if, if you showed up to con- if you showed up to work at Congress like in drag, could anyone really? I mean, there's a dress and, code. Right but, now, they can't say anything. Yeah, you could just show up if you're wearing like a power suit and like kitten heels and just kind of like a briefcase like what are they gonna do yeah there's nothing because then and if they try to tell him to go home he'll be like you're discriminating against me mm-hmm. i mean so that'd he should be just, the ultimate i know <laughs> he should just you're show going up and, down yeah. like i don't think you're gonna get out of this pickle that you're in no. i think the cards are stacked against you and these are your final days so you might as well whoop it up while you still got it whoop it up and just look snatched Look fucking snatched. Be the skinniest person alive. I don't think they're going to give you Ozempi in prison. What if that becomes like a new trade in, in jail? Ozempic. Like Probably People is. smuggle in Ozempic. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw a lot of people talking about this. There was a UCLA study that Gen Z prefers less sex on screen and TV and movies and wants more platonic relationship depictions. Just friendship. Friendship. As opposed to romance. 13. To me, that seems like the mark of an incredibly lonely generation. I agree with you. They were polled from ages 13 to 24. 
And, oh no, ages 10 to 24. Well, what 10-year-olds? Why are you asking 10-year-olds if they want to see sex and romance on TV? They wanted more relatable stories. So basically, they're a lonely and narcissistic generation that only wants to see their exact story represented. And And if that doesn't happen, they purge. Well, everyone only wants to see their exact story is my theory. Yeah, but them, I feel like they're more than anyone else wants exact representation down to the molecule. Yeah, but I think you're getting like a wider breadth of participants. Mm -hmm. Like it's not just like you're, I feel like Gen Z is kind of the first gen, if you will, where everyone's representation is more considered. Mm -hmm. So that tracks for me that they just want to see their own stories. And when they're saying that, it's like you're actually getting stories from like every like representation in Mm -hmm. that generation but they're yeah like why are of course a 10 year old wants to see friends 10 year olds want to watch like lilo and stitch i know as a member of gen z myself i wasn't surprised by some of what we're seeing this year this is i interviewed one person adolescents are looking even watch tv they just watch tiktok yeah adolescents are looking to media as a third place where they can connect and have a sense of belonging lonely and with frightening headlines about climate change, pandemics, and global destabilization, it makes sense that they're gravitating towards what's most familiar. Yeah, just friendship. Heartbreak does not feel good in a place like this. No. They want to be soothed. Say it's Gen Z. They want to be soothed. They want like Roblox or Roblox or whatever that thing is called. Oh my God. Roblox is like, I I didn't really know about this. I mean, I've, I had heard the name, but I, I haven't really like delved into it and like. Kids are, like, staging protests on Roblox and, like, becoming politically active via Roblox. Does that translate into anything outside of Roblox, though? Mm-mm. I mean... <laughs> it's amazing. I don't know. I They just do it in the program. I'm obsessed. It's a, it's, I love... I've never being, heard like, of anything We're getting like boots on the ground in this space that doesn't exist. I know. That has no, like effect on the outside world whatsoever Mm -hmm. but in roblox when you're here you're fucking antifa (laughs) burning the house down and then like on the out the outside world's like what is roblox (laughs) it's just like a 3d it's like a it's like it's like like sims kind of i think it's like gen z sims go to like other lands and just be an avatar and like land i think so it's I so, never was it, like a second life kind of person or like I don't have a desire to go like mingle in no another in 3D with people. Yeah. I don't even have a desire to like mingle with people in this now 3D. So mm-hmm. like in my day to day life. So I certainly am not going to go on Roblox and like. I think it got big during COVID. Act up there. I'm sure it did. I think but I'm just. I saw a video today and I was, my jaw was on the ground. What was the video? No, it was just a, it was like a protest about like the conflict happening right now and just kids are voicing their concerns via Roblox. But then what does that do? Who just, Does anyone think, look at it and they're like, okay, noted. Like I think other kids changes. see it and they're like, okay. They're like, I'm joining in and fight. This is like. I've never, it's, it's, it makes me feel like a mummy. I'm just like, what does it? 
it's the perfect seemingly distraction for people because it does it truly does nothing mm-hmm. like it moves the the needle continues to not move but people can feel like they're doing something which i guess is like pretty much what people do on facebook or x or mm-hmm. instagram anyways that's like what millennials do on all those platforms so it's just like the younger you can just be doing that and actually feel like you're doing that and like have a body that represents your body that looks like it's actually going to these things right. instead of you're like posting in solidarity but then you just show up in this world so it takes it one step further but still does nothing yeah it's like we millennials turn to infographic and gen z turns to roblox <laughs> Can't fault them for that. Actually, no. a little more innovative. There's more movement. Now that you there's think movement. About it, there's movement and there's gathering. <laughs> there is. It is. What's the next step? It, when does it come to just like doing absolutely nothing? Soon. Like actually just not doing a single thing. Just like being completely sedentary. Yeah. Mango. Um, I don't know. Give it a few years. It's like when I remember during like pandemic there were like zoom protests and i was like what (laughs) okay i went to very few zoom events during the pandemic i think you're the only person whose like zoom birthday party i attended not that like the invitations were rolling in in the first place but i'm also just like no like, I was like, there's that was certain like... things that I'm willing to do, and there are many, many, many things that I am absolutely unwilling to do. And like, go to like a Zoom, like a Zoom event, like Zoom happy hour people were doing. I was like, I'd rather fucking blow my brains out. Yeah. I mean, that was like, I'd a- rather that was like closed April. casket funeral, blow my fucking head off than go to something like that. Well, but for you, I said, you you sucked it up and Rules came be in. be damned. Yeah. I mean, it was that was also like month. That was like week three, and it was early on. And I had a cauldron with dry ice, so I thought it was like kind of serving. Mm-hmm. And then everyone's talking about Michelle Williams. Her audiobook narration of Britney's memoir is like getting rave reviews. Yeah, I mean, I would hope so. I'm so excited. Are you listening? Did you buy it? I'm going to love that um she does an impression of justin timberlake that i heard a clip of and it was kind of next level wait should we play it now yeah his band in sync was what people back then called so pimp they were white boys but they loved hip-hop to me that's what separated them from the backstreet boys who seemed very consciously to position themselves as a white group in sync hung out with black artists Sometimes I thought they tried too hard to fit in. One day, Jay and I were in New York, going to parts of town I'd never been to before. Walking our way was a guy with a huge, blinged-out medallion. He was flanked by two giant security guards. Jay got all excited and said so loud, Oh yeah, foshes, foshes, genuine, what's up, homie? After genuine walked away, Felicia did an impression of Jay. Oh yeah, foshes, foshes, genuine. Jay wasn't even embarrassed. He just took it and looked at her like, okay, fuck you. Okay, honestly, she is uh, working her ass off. She's getting off her fucking ass and working, and I love it. She got off her ass and narrated a book. I was like, 
kind of neither here nor there until I listened to this. And then I was like, oh, I will be getting this audio book. Yeah, I mean, she. I heard other stuff where, like, Britney's voice comes in and, like, she calls her little sister a bitch and, like, all this. And just knowing Michelle Williams had to read it is just really makes me respect Michelle Williams even more than I already do. I like that. And I also am, like, more celebs reading other celebs' audiobooks, please. Yeah, and I'm sure Michelle was like, fuck yeah, I'll do this. Like, I love Britney Spears. Mm-hmm. Like, I would be, I'm sure she would jumped at the opportunity. <laughs> and, and like, why? I mean, she's incredible, but I'm like, Britney's so, she has such a specific taste. What celeb would you get to read your audiobook? Hmm. I don't know. What about you? I don't know. It needs to be someone unexpected because I like the juxtaposition of like Michelle. You don't think no. Britney Spears and then think Michelle Williams. Like they're very different people. But then when you so hear I feel it, you're like, like, oh, this is so right. Yeah. yeah. I feel like for me, I need like, who do I need? I'd want like Dakota Johnson to narrate it. Yeah, I think you need Dakota. I was thinking a woman, but then now maybe I'm thinking I need a man. Yeah, switch it up. I honestly, I want The Rock to read mine. Mm. Yeah, I think that's, I can see that. Like him talking about your boarding school years would be like riveting. Yeah, and like I I feel like I have so much anger as a youth and like he He'll could really that. capture that. And yeah, I think that's an unexpected twist, but also a nod to like the high T and like mm. a masculine <laughs> voice. So I think that, I think I could see that happening. Or like Mickey Roar. Oh no, Mickey Roar. Ricky Mork. Ricky. Ricky Mork, one hundo. Yeah. I'd want Dakota to sort of embody like a sort of Dom in me that maybe I can't do myself. And she would just have like a sort of no frills kind of flat power affect you're gonna say dakota from the end of suspiria is like mm. what you want your yeah, audio on... to be where she's sitting on the bed and yes. she's like having the tough combos she's like your wife was with her friends rest assured yeah yes. i want i want mickey and i also want it to be like you know he's not like on the scene but this is like a big deal for him like he takes this job and then it also like reboots his career as like an actor and everyone's like wait we loved the wrestler we love this man he's an american hero he is like, let's get him back in the fucking mix and it's because of him narrating my audiobook i can see him with like a ponytail with glass reading glasses on like mm-hmm. in the, in taking the sound. it seriously yeah taking it like really like going through it asking you questions maybe He'd clarify a lot of things, and then also I think he'd bring a certain, like, the right... I think The Rock is not, like, a melancholic kind of person. Mm-mm. And I need someone who is, like, can capture, like, the melancholy and, like, the grief. And I think Mickey is the man for the job. Love him. And I think he would do it, honestly. Yeah, I mean... Like, no I one... feel like that would happen. No one's I feel like that's him. out of the realm of... Yeah, I mean, I, that's not out of the realm of possibility i feel like it's like you could say like 10 to 20k to this job it'll take you like a day a day and a half 
maybe three days. Make twenty k in a day. Pretty good. It's not that bad. Be iconic for twenty k for one day. He's like, "What's your advice for me?" And you go, "Be iconic." Be fucking iconic. And he goes, "Noted." Um, a driverless car ran over a pedestrian. Just, they held on to the bottom of it the entire night. Where I would be okay with getting just taken out by a driverless, but Where like it needs to, it needs to finish what it started. <laughs> it needs to. It needs I'm to not back looking up again to get injured. Me. I'm looking to get fully plowed into life ended on the spot. Wow. Yeah, you need it to like back up over you again. Oh, it was in San Francisco. A cruise, one of two autonomous vehicle companies offer, offering fully driverless taxi rides, had license revoked by the California DMV because it withheld video footage from an ongoing investigation. Mm. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I will not be implicated. A pedestrian was seriously injured after a driver hit them with a car. Oh, the dri- a driver hit them with a the car and then a cruise car trapped them underneath it, which spurred a fa- They should have just released that footage. Sounds like it's not the cruise car's fault. Yeah. Sounds like it was this other driver and cruise was in the wrong place at the wrong time, which unfortunately happens to many innocent people. Mm. They're coming to L.A. next year, I think. Nice. I'll be reserving. I want to just ride it once. My death wish will come to completion well yeah i just it was so eerie when we were in sf just seeing them circling the neighborhood i feel comforted by them really yeah i like them like i'm full i'm into well you're in it you know me i'm into like fully automated help mm-hmm. like i hope someday to have a robot made you like do. i want yes. a robot chef i want a driverless car to just take me from a to b squire me around town like i view that as like help yeah so like true help and i'm open to that so i'm like learn everything you can and then also if it's my time to go take me the fuck out yeah, just like end it. The California DMV said that the cruise vehicle initially came to a hard stop and ran over the pedestrian. After coming mm-hmm. to a complete stop, it then attempted to do a pullover maneuver while the pedestrian was underneath the vehicle. The car crawled along at 7 miles per hour for 20 feet, then came to a final stop. The pedestrian remained under the car the whole time. Oof. It dragged. It dragged. Damn. It's, ne- it's never good PR to drag a pedestrian. No. <laughs> Especially in our pedestrian... <laughs> Especially in San Francisco. Especially in San Francisco. I pray this person wasn't gay. (laughs) Wait, what? Well, you never want to be the like the car that dragged a gay person. Oh, right, right. Yeah, that's bad. Bad bad PR. You're gonna have to change. You're gonna have to change the name. You're gonna need a rebrand. It's like Cruise supports Pride. Yeah, you are like you're in big you're in big trouble. Wow. Damn. After the incident, the DMV representatives met with Cruz. I like that they're like I picture like Tom Cruise as the person know, they're meeting with. They're like they met with Cruz, just like the company, but it's like they met with Cruz to discuss the incident. During that meeting, Cruz only showed footage up to the first complete stop. That's like that Black Mirror episode. No one showed the dragging. 
They no. knew. They were like, we cannot. I'm also imagining the DMV discussing it with the actual car. <laughs> the car itself They're is like, being interrogated. Yeah. The, I'd, I, also, that's kind of cute. They're like, we hear that you had, we hear you had a little boo boo last night, and it goes. Mm. It went. <laughs> it goes. We heard you dragged a pedestrian twenty feet. At because what else car. happened? And it's like. Mm. It goes like this. It's like here you go. Like here's the footage. Like they're like show us, Sh- cruise, mm. show us, and it shows like just leading up to the drag, but like not the drag. And they're like, is that it? And it's like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like Mickey Mouse. <laughs> Oh boy! The crews didn't show up, give up the goods, which was the drag. What's it supposed to do? What if Cruz know? goes on the lamb and they're like, there's like a warrant out for Cruz's like this? That'd be a good movie, like this a driverless car. Too. This is Megan the second, yeah. the sequel. A hit and run, and it like goes on the run and like has to like goes on this like soul, soul searching identity. Dark, dark journey. night of the soul. Yeah. It has to like stay in garages, like underground garages with friends. Like a, it has to like really get in with like a whisper network of other yeah. evil cars. And like a few humans. It's like who it's not a bad car. It just made a couple bad decisions. When there's like a humans for cruise activist group, it's greenlight it. I love it. They're like cruise. You gotta meet us. We're gonna meet with the DMV in the boardroom tomorrow. You better be there at nine a.m. And it's like, mm-hmm. it's in this corner of the conference room. <laughs> This giant fucking car. It drives, drives to the elevator and takes the elevator up and drives off through the office, drives into the conference room. <laughs> sad. It is sad. I feel, I honestly feel bad for Cruz. When I was in SF, a Cruz like pulled into the middle of an intersection and like blocked all this traffic and like was confused. And then everyone screamed at it. They were jeering. They go, get out of here. Boo. And I was like, I felt really bad. No, I, I get it. It's like, I've seen guys, I've seen people fucking with the, even the robot delivery thing and i get like mm-hmm. my heart my stomach drops we're either playing right into their hands or we truly have we're empathy. so woke we're at we, what is empathy what is it? <laughs> that brings us to this episode's full of too much empathy yeah i'm carrie i'm lara and you're listening to sexy, sexy unique, unique podcast Cruise Beverly's Hells Beverly Hells Angels
I wrote, here we go. We are so back, bitch. <laughs> and then I was promptly disappointed. Yeah, I feel like people got really wet for this like trailer. And I was happy to see it. But I also was like, the season's not going to slay. You had the flop tingle. I had the flop tingle. And it's still, it was kind of flop. Too much, like, I just, I'm, I feel like these women are so savvy and, like, they're just going to spend, they're all going to, like, they're all meeting with therapists and heal. It's like, I don't want to see this. Well, I think this is a bigger Bravo pivot. I think that Bravo's leaning into, like, my sad story as, like, well, I just have, I think that that really happened on this first season of the Real Housewives of New York reboot. And it was like every episode was like someone's trauma, like crying and everyone listening is crying and it's so sad. And it's like, I don't care. I don't yeah. care. I don't, I don't care, babe. Get drunk and fight. <laughs> uh, that's what... <laughs> <laughs> no, it's true. Like I want to see Dorinda. Like, and and then in so the I mix, want people going clip. I want like chaos. I want chaos. Like this is like it's going. It's giving like PBS. Like it's giving mm. learning annex. And I don't think that reality TV like, should this be learning is not, annex. This isn't reality TV. Like this is now like emotional growth TV or something. Like, they mm. have drank their own. We can infer. I know what people's traumas are. Emotional just by growth TV is a good title way, for this episode. Yeah. Like, by watching the way they behave in the group dynamic and the things that they do, like, I can pretty much get the backstory. Like, I don't need them to confirm it. Maybe I'll, once you've hooked me and I'm a fan for a long time, you can do one scene in one episode late in the season where they're like, yeah, and my sister yelled at me. It was sad. And then you're like, okay, I get it. But like, I don't want to know. I don't want to know people's sad stories. Well, yeah, I think sprinkling it in like that one. There was a one moment seasons ago on Roni where Dorinda and Bethany are coming back from Puerto Rico on the plane. And Bethany's like, I think you're an alcoholic. And Dorinda just like breaks down. And like, even though Dorinda's like rotten in many ways, I it really was so meaningful and like moving because it you'd never seen that side of her. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I feel like my life isn't where I want it to be. And it was just like it was like crushing and Bethany was like really vulnerable with her. But I think because you, all you see of Dorinda is her being like, there you go, you know? And it's (laughs) like, you've earned that moment of like vulnerability when you're forcing people to be vulnerable and forcing them to like unpack their trauma. And like, everyone has a story. It just feels cheap and feels like, doesn't feel like natural and doesn't feel that it doesn't feel real. It's not organic. It's not and organic. It certainly isn't entertaining. No. Who is entertained by that? Watching people cry. Being <laughs> sitting around a circle and watching people cry. I'm sorry. I fucking lived that. And let me tell you, it wasn't it was more entertaining then than it was now, but it's still that's not the meat of the entertainment was always people screaming at each other and acting like fucking psychopaths. Yeah, it's just not fun anymore no one it's like this is supposed to be fun it's not fun anymore 
It's not no, fun, it's anymore. fun anymore. No one, Yeah. This used to be the most exciting city in the world. I'm so bored I could die. I'm literally going to fall out the so window. So bored I could die. That's how I feel with a lot of reality TV these days. It's been sort of hijacked by like the fan base, which is like a lot of the fan base, the loudest members of like they want their like. They wanted to align there. I don't know. Don't you feel like that? Like it's been like I think. I it's don't a, think it, they know what they want. I think mm. that they're just reactives who don't think critically about anything. <laughs> so they see something that pisses them off, and they're like, Meh! and like yeah. they don't think further than just their initial like fucking like wild animal reaction. But like for people who are smart and watch a show and yearn to be entertained and, and enjoy nuance and like characters and yeah. interpersonal dynamics and like fucking addicts and alcoholics. <laughs> Those people want that. Like yeah. I don't want, and I think Bravo is like getting heat obviously for what's for being coming. Like, yeah. It's like they ply people with alcohol and they turn them loose and like take advantage of people's vulnerabilities but then they're like oh we can't take advantage of those vulnerabilities so we'll like take advantage of a different vulnerability of someone actually being vulnerable and like telling their sad tale and that's not doesn't my whole feeling yeah my whole feeling on this is like we're all complicit oh yeah you know and like i like i'm sure bravo has been shady as hell but like every show is like that every network is like that and like i'm not looking forward to seeing people be like it's about time and it's like fuck you like you were you're watching shit up you're watching you're along for the ride let's all own up to the if this is like a reckoning which i'm sure it should be in a lot of ways we're all in on it and we're all part of it so like let's all fucking drop the act that like they need to right these wrongs. And it's like, oh, shut the fuck up. Yeah, shut fuck up. up. Then stop watching. Then stop then watching. Turn go, it off. Literally, They're go feeding watch. an audience. They're feeding an audience that wants to see. Like, they wouldn't do it if there wasn't an audience for it. Go watch it's fucking It's kind of like minutes. a chicken and the egg a bit. Yeah. But, like, once... It's like how intervention had went on for so many seasons. It's like, people want to see. It's like morbid curiosity... And Bravo feeds into that morbidity. Yeah. I think the best, the best Bravo episodes and franchises feed that morbidity because you see these people who like seemingly have everything, mm-hmm. or in Vanderpump Rules have nothing. <laughs> um, but like on Housewives and like the aspirational stuff, it's like you see these people that have everything, yet they're still like unhappy and having drama or having like they're deeply unhappy people with a lot of problems yeah so it makes you it gives you something no i mean and i'm i'm sure there's a lot of like again like i'm sure like every network there's stuff that's happened that's like not okay but i'm just saying the people i've been seeing a lot of people be like you know can't wait for the reckoning like can't wait for justice to be served and it's like you're full of shit and you are absolutely virtue signaling right now you have an entire personality based on this network so shut up. Also, like, what do you want to see? What do you want to see? What's what, like that? This is again what oh, we talked about. Are you not about. entertained? Yeah. What and do you want to see? This what we talked about with Raquel and like how once she gave everything away, once she had nothing to her name, even the hoodie, people were like, I'm proud of her. 
Really people want to see people empty their fucking rip their heart out and put it on the sidewalk. Well, I think people are also really angry and triggered by because reality TV also exists under a bit of a ruse that like anyone could be like one day someone could come knocking and be like, your life is kind of interesting. Like, let's follow you around and like see what you're all about. And like your friends, like people feel like they have that kind of pride about their own friend groups. Like, and I've encountered like a lot of adults who are even older than me who are like, my dad was always like my bar five, his like bar five friends and him would make an amazing reality show. And I was like, it wouldn't, but <laughs> sure. Like, but people, but people think that about themselves. So I think a lot of it is like there, it's the same thing as like, cancel culture where you're mostly just mad that or you're mostly just happy to see someone else fail because you think it should be you mm. or you think it like helps you get a leg up or like it's somehow like ha ha like sticking it to them on behalf of your own like yeah that's the american things. way mm-hmm. are you ready to win mother's day and cement your reputation as the best gift giver in the family Give the moms in your life an Aura digital picture frame preloaded with decades of family photos and you will rise to the top of the heap and you will be deified and worshipped for the rest of your days walking this planet. Because as anyone who has siblings know, that's the only goal on Mother's Day is to be the favorite. And if you're an only child, you're still competing with all your other extended family members and it's important to wage a war and come out on top. If you're an only child, you're also at war with yourself. So what you can do is get your mother or the preeminent mother figure in your life an aura frame. You load it up with photos. It's literally the easiest thing to do. And I know that you might be thinking, ew, digital frames are bleak. But I'm telling you, this aura frame is chic. And the best part is it has unlimited storage and an easy-to-use app, so you can keep updating your mother or mother figure's frame with new photos. So it's the gift that keeps on giving and uploading. I gave my mom an Aura frame, and she had resisted for so long because she's truly anti-technology, like barely even understands right. how to FaceTime. And I said, just let me, just let me. And I set it all up for her. I plugged it in. I fired up the app. I preloaded pictures on it, and now she's so into it that she figured out how to preload pictures and even runs it from her app, which is truly saying a lot because she refuses to download apps. She thinks everyone's spying on her, stealing her data, and the fact that I was able to break through, and she literally loves this frame, like loaded it up with pictures of her cat. I was like, we did it, Joe. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off, plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code SUP at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know that hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine? That is where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. 
Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered shower head. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered shower head is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement, unlike any others on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, our listeners can use code SEXYUNIQUE at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry! Your hair and skin will thank you. A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT Cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT Cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched, if I do say so myself. I've noticed that, and I think our listeners have noticed too, because I've been picking up on a bunch of TikTok comments that have been like, you're glowing recently. So hats off to Dime. No one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine. The work system from Dime Beauty has everything you need in one powerful package. It includes a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, Princess Diana. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Disintel, is hosted by comedians Sydney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Disintel on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. We come up on PK and Dorit. I he's eating sour cream and onion chips, and I'm like, I feel like he always smells like sour. His breath always smells like sour cream and onion. I am always just glad to see like a hot wife and a fat slob husband. Like that tro- that trope to me is just like so sexy. Well, now they're denying. There was a report that they're separated as well, and now there's but they denied it and said like our marriage is our priority. Mm. Dorit's gone full brunette, her natural color. I miss the blonde a bit. She was serving like peak Gwyneth, like at her blondest point. She was like a Gwyneth Paltrow doppelganger, but I understand it takes a toll on your hair. And sometimes when things are serious and you're really going through like a psychic transformation, Mm -hmm. you got to get some low lights. 
And that she did. I'm mm-hmm. always just like, how did they... I continue to be like, how the fuck does he have so much money? Suddenly. They went from renting I to, I think, owning this house. Yeah, I continue to be like, what is how the do they deal? have so much money? And this is the house and the decor they're living in. No, I know. But like, it, did, it felt like overnight, they just it suddenly looks like got rich. They bought... It's like... Everything that they bought, I'm sure that house is very expensive and the furniture in it is also very expensive, but it looks like they bought that house and the furniture on Amazon. Yeah. And then they're living in an Amazon house, but eating off of Hermes China. And I'm like, my brain's exploding. Because I'm just like, I can't, I think it's actually unfair to make other people set foot in their Amazon house. (laughs) Well, like when Kyle was in there ha- talking, like having pizza with Dorit, I was like, why are you doing this to Kyle? Well, they bring over someone into their house. Dorit is still on her healing, her healing journey from being robbed. And it seems like PK is like at his wits end with her. It's like, get over trauma. it, love. Get over it, love. It was two years ago. So she's invited a woman named Eagle Woman, who's probably a charlatan, but. I'm into it. I feel like I've known I've known of her, but I don't know where. Maybe she came to me in my dreams. I want to go like, to her. I was like eagle. Like I know her. She's coming or over. I've heard of her before to help Dorit on her plan. This like women's retreat with all the gr- the girlies, since none of them have really seen each other since the reunion last season. Mm-hmm. So Eagle Woman arrives with her apprentice, Blue Raven. And they talk out, like, what they're going to do with Dorit. They're going to have it in Malibu, in, the, in, like, the hills of Malibu Canyon. And I'm always rooting for people who are scamming rich white people. So, Yeah, I and I, I'm a big fan of, like, if you have a little extra money left over at the end of each quarter, throw it at a healer of some sort. Yeah. Throw it at someone that might absolutely be lying to you or pulling your leg or they could be helping you you just won't know until you've spent like i think that that's a fun thing to do just to see the government should subsidize healers they honestly should there should be a ministry of healing (laughs) should i start (laughs) we should start the ministry of healing but we should also introduce healers insurance which is an insurance policy that you buy (laughs) For a monthly for a monthly premium that covers all your healing costs. This is an LA. It should your be healing costs. It should we have to do an intake. Mm-hmm. This isn't like covered California. This is not Obamacare. Don't get it twisted. You're not getting any deals here. <laughs> but you can pay for a healer. Premium like a hundred dollars a month of healing insurance. The Ministry you can of Healing your claim. <laughs> There should also be a union for Hillers. Hillers need to unionize. I think that's unfair. They don't need to unionize because they should. They have to set their own prices. Yeah, but they need they need the ability to set their own prices. That's true. That's true. And like, there's some Hillers that have to cater to like lower income people. That's true. It should be democratized. Some Hillers have to charge like five thousand dollars to hill you. So. You need them to be able, you need them to be able to have the freedom to say that'll cost ten thousand dollars for me to rid your house of the d- demonic forces. But then that's why you get Hillen insurance because you submit your Hillen claim to the Ministry of Healing, of Helen. and then you can get reimbursed up to eighty percent after you meet your deductible of 
I would say $2,000. And there's multiple MPs of Helen, like in the British <laughs> Parliament. Um, Dorit sends a, te- a group text to the ladies, and I got a screenshot. It says, I thought it would be really lovely if we got together as a group with this woman <laughs> and set out to heal from some of the dark places we've all been. Not sure how that sounds for everyone, but I think it could be great, especially as a group. It's cut off with her finger. I found this beautiful place in Malibu where I can host this retreat and inviting you to lunch and a spiritual cleansing. Let me know. With this woman. With this With this bitch. <laughs> with this This woman. This chick. Um I like that. I would go. Yeah. If you're buying, I'll show. Eagle Woman looks... And there's food involved. That's important too. I love Eagle Woman. I like that she's wearing like a purple eyeshadow. Mm. Um, Kyle looks fucking snatched. She's sober and jacked. She literally looks like rodeo. <laughs> Kyle is giving hat energy. And I have a theory that Kyle listened to our podcast last season and it caused like a radical shift in consciousness for her. What do you and mean? that's part. What did like, we even say I about? I forgot. We definitely talked about her being like so drunk at the <laughs> at, at the, the party where she pinched dinner, where she fucking like ripped Sutton. <laughs> she broke Sutton's little twig arm in half mm-hmm. and like gripped her. Um, I think we talked about her being extremely codependent, her like toxic relationship with her sister. We really, we laid into her a bit, but it's all in the spirit of once again, Helen. And she's fucking Helen. I just think that she did. I just had a feeling because I was watching her also on Watch What Happens Live and I'm into like Kyle's new like vibe. Oh, she's totally lucid. She goes, I'm not taking shit from anyone anymore. And like, I'm going to do some fucking bench pressing she's gonna take steroids i'm gonna take steroids <laughs> and, and eat pussy eat pussy like my life depends <laughs> on it and i'm not taking shit from anyone good for her i know i was like and she's not drinking i was like kyle's in like a very like great place in her life what if we came up on her doing pull-ups like sarah connor and t2 she probably How's can yeah um eagle woman so they get to the, the retreat. Dorit's arriving alone. Eagle Woman arrives first, and she's talking about grandfather protection. She liked that a rock, she was like, I love this rock that's facing us. It's beautiful. It has grandfather energy. Some like, rocks do have grandfather. Some rocks and trees. The rock have- did. Yeah. It did have it. Kyle she's hasn't seen, seen ancestors and everything. Yeah. Kyle hasn't seen. Or so she says, hasn't seen any of the women in, like, five months. Because she felt like they all sort of, like, kind of just threw under the bus with the whole Kathy situation. And they all, like, sort of hang with Kathy still and socialize with her. And Kyle feels like they chose her over Kyle. That's kind of shitty. It is shitty. I didn't realize, too, when she's like, they want to go to Kathy's parties and, like, be invited. Like, blah, blah, blah. Like, Kathy wields such L.A. power. Yeah, I've heard about her at parties. But is like a terrorist. She's a bad person. Also, I need to say, people were coming for Paris's son because he has like a big head. And I was like, leave this baby alone. Her son? 
Paris Hilton has her baby son. People, she posted him and he has like a kind of large head. And people were like criticizing his head and she had to like make a statement. I was like, this is fucking crazy. Damn. She's probably getting enough shit from Kathy. I need to check She's out like, this When's, when's head? that head going to grow in? My God. Paris Hilton baby macrocephaly? Daily Mail first started. When is a baby's head too big? Oh. He's sweet. He's cute. I think he's sweet. Guys. I know. Look, maybe he does have like a head problem. That's okay. That's none of our business. It's none of our business and people are like criticizing her for it. And I was like, I just kept What's thinking. It? What does like, it have to do with her? I don't know. She didn't have it. Surrogate she's a whore. Because she's a whore. She's a whore, and when you're a whore, when you're a whore, your baby will be born with a huge head, and that's what you get. That's your whore penance. <laughs> when you're a whore, you're a whore all the way from your first whoring time to your last dying day. <laughs> um. So Kyle's like fucking coming in with like in a tank, and she's like, "I'm not gonna let anyone fuck with me. <laughs> I'm done being the <laughs> little pictured- sis." Kyle rolling up in like a full in a full tank like a wartime. <laughs> she co- she should co- she should have rolled up like wearing camo. Yeah. Well, maybe I shouldn't say that because last night someone rolled into a supermarket wearing camo. Well, I mean, every day someone's gonna roll into somewhere, shoot up the joint. Yeah. That's just the American way. So. <laughs> when are they not? It literally is every other day. I know. Actually. It's too. If there's been 500, we just hit 500. We just hit a huge benchmark of 500. Congratulations, everyone! Congrats to the team. It took a lot of people dying to get this far, and a lot of bloodshed. But you know what? We did it. I saw, and that means that almost twice a day, there's a just a mass shooting i saw yeah. someone tweeted that they were at an olive garden in the area that was locked down and they were just serving <laughs> dinner <laughs> and i kept thinking he goes dystopian moment of the day and i kept thinking of reba going well let's get to work well, it's literally the, it's, like the, it's a nightmare from which we cannot escape but also anyway. let's not end the breadsticks and salad like and kind of that a great place to won. be. You either are gonna be like, I didn't see it ending like this for me, like at an Olive Garden, or you're like, keep it coming. <laughs> Give me some Alfredo sauce. Can I get a little? Could I get a side of Alfredo sauce for free? Because of what's happening. Yeah, you know, make some on well, the house marinara and a little Alfredo, please, please. I try and at least scarf like four breadsticks before I was taken out. Yeah, I feel like I would have been soothed by because Olive Gardens just feel like kind of like a dated like grandmother's house, and I just feel like all the decor, and I just feel like I would have been kind of soothed if I had been in a lockdown at all. For Garden. some reason, I imagine Olive Gardens as having like a panic button where <laughs> all the <laughs> where like all like the windows purge. and doors like an iron like it goes purge style where it's yeah. like tsh, and it's like burr, 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 and then yeah. you're just locked in and then the fun can really begin <laughs> then it's like a it's like a fucking <laughs> breadstick fiesta alfredo sauce flowing there's from band, the fountain there's a band playing yeah. like godfather the band music strikes up, and it's like 
great. When you're here, you're family. When you're here, you're in a bulletproof wall. <laughs> you're in a, when you're here, the walls are definitely locked down and there's bloodshed and horrors outside of our doors. But in yeah. this place, lasagna. <laughs> but first, <laughs> lasagna. Um, Sorry, Mango is like... Really? What's he doing? He's sleeping. Oh, okay. Just snores like, really, honestly, why hasn't a chain restaurant been like, we are, not only do we have unlimited bottomless breadstick options. And salad. And salad. But we also have state-of-the-art panic lockdown. So in the event That's of coming. a mass shooting or something, we'll push the button we will yeah. lock it down. You will be safe and you will be fed and you can stay as long as you need until the horrors have ceased and we've gotten clearance. As long like, as you pay. I would. <laughs> yeah. They're like, we will charge extra if we have to lock down because we will uh, be turning away potential reservations. Like people will be upset that they can't just like come in and we can't honor the reservations existing after the lockdown has taken place. So you will get a 40% premium on your charge, Mm -hmm. but you at least know that you won't be fucking mowed down by some former army guy who's been hearing voices for weeks and somehow got his hands on an AR-15 and like 500 bullets. Fucking loser. Um, So they all, everyone assembles and Sutton goes, I bought a horse. And Dorit goes, what? Really? And Sutton goes, yes, in the Netherlands. This is what really rich people are doing right now, is they're going to the Netherlands to buy a horse. I know someone else that just recently went to the Netherlands to buy a very special kind of horse. Wow. Oh, my God. I was at... I know. I just placed who it was. I was with them this summer at one of the dead shows. Wow. And they their wife was flying to the Netherlands to go pick out a couple horses because there's like a very special kind of horse that's great and expensive. A Dutch horse. Yeah, and that's what when you're very very rich and you want a horse, go to the Netherlands. Not just any horse will do. One takes to the Netherlands to pick it out. That sounds idyllic to me. Damn. Yeah. I'm happy for Sutton. That's probably Yolanda's doing that a lot. Yeah. She should get into breeding them. Yeah. Garcelle looks like poison ivy. (laughs) Not into this hair color. She still looks incredible because she's so gorgeous. But I'm like, I don't know. I don't love it. Don't love it. But I just love Garcelle always going, oh. (laughs) Whoa. She's really in a place of oh and whoa so far (laughs) this season. She's... Not giving anything except, oh. huh? Oh, but I love and how does it, that make you feel? It speaks volumes. Um, so they all assemble inside. Erica's there. Erica literally is the tiniest she's ever been. Erica steps up. Speaking, she her little horse hooves have been into little shearling booties. She comes into the room and everyone goes, oh, my God, you're so skinny. You're the skinniest you've ever been. You're skinny, 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 skinny little mini. Are you on Ozempic? And she goes, no, hormones, really good ones. Hormones, hormones. And Kyle's like, you're skinnier than ever, Ozempic. And she goes, no, are you? Like, (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I 
fully turned a corner with EJ, and I am obsessed with her. No, no, I'm not. Are you? What about you? Are you on Wagobi? Got on hormones, and that's just what it is. Everyone should be on them, especially those women. I was like, fuck, Eric- yes. <laughs> Erica's also like 55. Erica, she looks incredible. Her skin. I know. I was. I Googled last Dropped night. I just Googled Erica Jane's skin. And like, <laughs> I found a routine that she had said from... <laughs> You just order a, an Erica Jane skin suit. That's what I would like. And I found something from 2021, but I think that she was just getting paid by these products to like say that she uses them. But I'm like, I want to know the laser. I need to know the treatments because like the products are fine, but like I want to know specifically what the treatments are. I do think that she has used tons of sunscreen from like an incredibly young age. Because yeah, I she's... just don't think you can have that glassy. Her skin is like glassy. Porcelain. Yeah, she's like milky and glassy. She looks so fair and like she just looks 15 years younger than her age. An angel. An angel. It takes a lot of work to look like this. Face of an angel. Face of an angel. I also, good for her for fucking never backing down. <laughs> yeah, she really didn't. She willed herself. Like, some people might have been, like, eventually, like, let go from the show with all the... And she just fucking fought it and was like, I'm innocent. My husband is senile and a scammer, and I had no idea any of this was happening. And I won't apologize to plane crash victims. I kind of am, like... It's a lesson in self-worth. It's not her fault that it happened. And, like, what is she supposed to do? Be, like give away the earrings like i'm sorry that happened to you and this guy did this but like i'm and she's somehow supposed to just have nothing i was like we were on the wrong side of history once again we were stone the whore vibes but now in retrospect i'm like long live the whore of course and she fought it and fought it and fought it and i honestly i'm like slay she fought the law and the and the law did and not she- win well, the law, the law won in a won, lot of ways. The law went where it needed to go. <laughs> it did. And EJ held on oh. to clutch those oh, earrings. Oh, EJ G. Oh, EJ. Um, and she's fucking back, baby. Dorit she's starts off and, and the evil woman is like, okay, let's all talk about what we don't like about one person or what someone has done to hurt us in this group, which is always a great way to start with these fucking women. And I open Dor- up every lunch with that. Dorit goes... Eric, I was very hurt by what you said. And you know what you said. And then it cuts to Eric. And when she looks at Eric, Eric goes like a... She cuts to her <laughs> BravoCon going, who do you think, Andy going, who's going to be the next couple to divorce? And she goes, Dorit and PK. And flips her hair and sits down. Damn. And Dorit goes, or Erica goes, well, do you have a happy marriage, Dorit? She goes, well... I'm a showman. <laughs> well, you know why I said that? I'm a showman. I had to do it. It was entertaining. I was like, fuck yes. You are a showman. Dorit, I'm a showman. I walked to the end of that stage and gave the people what they came for. She's not wrong. She goes, at the time, I had never felt so low as I did my whole life. And I was vicious. I'm a showman. I love that. 
We're showmen. I'm a showman. What? Take you it can't... up with the show. Take it up with showmanship. Take it up with show business. Take it up with the okay? showman union. Yeah. I'm a showman. I'm a showman. <laughs> it's like she any goes, excuse what for do like... you? And I was so hurt. What do you make of that? How do you feel? Well, I'm a showman. I'm a showman. She's the greatest showman. She is. This is me. Um, Kyle's like... Pure, oh. pure and utter showmanship. <laughs> Kyle's like, you guys all made exacerbated my dysfunctional relationship with Kathy and made it worse. And she goes, including you, Erica, you and your friend. Talking about Rinna. Mm. And Erica Damn. looks at her and she goes, <laughs> <laughs> She's getting it up from all ends. And she goes, <laughs> Well, your sister Sorry. did what she did. And what are we supposed to do? Pretend it didn't happen. I shan't sit by and watch someone lie like that. And she goes, yes, but what it does is she takes it out on me because she hates me. Well, that's your problem. Don't. Do not de-show the showman. You cannot <laughs> tell the showman to step out of the ring. <laughs> you cannot tell that showman to put down his baton, but take Kyle, off his hat. What she does, which I was proud of, is she admits that she reverts to being a child when it comes to Kathy, which I was like, that's Damn, why I think I know. she listened. Maybe she did hear us. We talked about that so much. I feel like she heard one episode and was like, I have to change my whole fucking life. And then she did. <laughs> I'm proud of her. Yeah. One of her gays was like, you gotta listen to this. You gotta listen to this podcast, sis. And she was like, Fuck. They are funny. And Kyle listened and cried. But then. Giggled. She changed everything. Now she's drowning in puss. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle goes. <laughs> We cut to her talking to Kathy, and, she, and Kyle's like, Kathy, a lot of times when you call me, you just berate me. And Kathy goes, well, Kyle, I, I try to call a lot, and you don't answer, and I, I don't want to be a pest. And she goes, because I fear your phone. I dread your calls, because you just yell at me. She basically said, like, everything that Rinna said was true. Yeah. Aspen Gate was real. Aspen Gate was real. We knew it all along. She said it was true. I never lost hope. Hope once, much like EJ. I stayed in the I ring. Fought and fought. Mm-hmm. But Kyle's also like, yes, it's all true. But like, know that it's going to be me that bears the brunt. So like, try to protect me a little more. She's basically saying to the women, like, when it comes to my sister, don't, don't, because I'm going to be crucified because she's. Well, that's why Cat bit Kathy got off the show. I think. Yeah. Well, now they're apparently fine, which I don't believe. But she was like, well, "Ah." I could see Kathy being like more okay with Kyle once Kyle's in like a divorce kind of scenario or her marriage is falling apart. I think that's when Kathy feels like she has the upper hand again and she can like extend. And like also, I do think Kathy thinks of gays as like second class citizens. So she's like my weird bisexual youngest sister needs a friend right now yeah she definitely does she mm-hmm. i mean her daughter said all gays had aids so like <laughs> apple doesn't fall far from the tree but yeah i think she sees now and i don't think she liked maurice because i think he represented because he's so successful and he did sort of build his success on the back of the hilton brand and he's a fucking dog and he's a dog maybe that's why she just wanted her i mean i don't think she cares about kyle that much but i think she was like 
What if she? I think she wants to control Kyle, but like she, but Kyle's better off out from under the thumb of yeah, Kathy. Agreed. Free at last. So blah blah blah. They they fight some more. It's boring. This is boring, guys. It got good again when Sutton has Jennifer Tilly over for a luncheon, and I was like, "Get Jennifer Tilly on the show." That was really important, and we need way more J Tills in the mix. I love Jennifer Tilly. I think she and I love their friendship. Yeah, she really sees Sutton, and she like tears up and gets emotional about Sutton because she's so proud of her. Sutton's like, we do lots of things together. We travel the world together. We go to fashion shows. We were on a plane once, and I got one of Jennifer's caramels in my ear because I thought it was an earplug. And Jennifer looked over at me and said, Sutton, is that my caramel? I, I love like, their friendship. I'm just like, I'm here for all of it. There's also she nothing cheaper than show. eating like a, a chicken, chicken salad, Chinese chicken salad in a boutique. I know. I need that. We all need a friend who has been through the fucking ringer, got a huge settlement in the divorce. How wild. And I'm also just obsessed with being like, and I don't disagree. Like every time a woman gets paid out in a divorce, an angel gets its wings. So I'm fully like pay her 300 K a month, like crazy go off. Um, but I do love it the trope of the divorced woman who says i earned every penny of that i earned every cent <laughs> like the she entitlement did. to it is like is so real and i i support that kind of entitlement well like, i feel entitled i feel entitled, entitled to, to 300k it. a month and i'm single <laughs> <laughs> there is no one to divorce and give it to me but why not 300k that is an incredible amount not only does she have probably they probably divided their assets, and he's worth, like, so much money. I'm sure she got a fat settlement. Now she makes, in addition to that, she makes $3.6 million, 3. million a year. Off of what? 300000 a month. Spousal support. Oh, yeah. Crazy. That's great. Just that's liquid, great. Just easy income. Come on. And that, that's just, like, a good baseline to build off of and then be like, okay, now that I feel secure... What am I going to do next? I'm going to start a little boutique. I'm going to go on a little show. And I'm going to buy a horse. From Holland. And you know what? She probably did get a huge fat settlement in addition to this spousal support. Because when I'm thinking of her life and like probably the price of a Holland horse, 300k is not that much. No. She's probably like, got... That's like one month's... Like, if also, like, say you wanted to just buy, like, a huge, car, like, a Rolls Royce or something like that. That's, like, one month's salary. She probably got, like, $50 million or something in the divorce. God. There's just something so glamorous to me about... That pregnant That pause. kind of... That story of, like, I was a working woman, and I met him, and we both worked a lot. But then I got pregnant, and he said, you will not work anymore. And so I became a mother, and I raised our children, and I got an allowance. And then to go from, like, that to then getting, like, the hugest payout, 
so and chic. Being like, Feels very it's 80s. so chic. Yeah. It's, I'm like, does that even happen anymore Feels outside it. of the state? That's the only good thing that the state of California has going for it. You pay out the ass in taxes, but yeah. if you get married, you're going to fucking split everything down the middle. Feels very so better like, marry rich. Feels very like Mike Nichols 80s movie. Mm-hmm. It's Meryl vibes. Mm-hmm. Meryl should play Sutton. Jennifer Tilly is like, I'm so proud of you. I also love being really proud of your friend that got a settlement. Yeah. That would be me with any of my friends. If they got a huge settlement, I would be proud of them. I love that Jennifer Tilly is also like a pro poker player. She's cool. She's fucking cool. The Tilly sisters are mage. Where does she get money from? Poker. It's like that? She makes so much money. Yeah. From pokes? Yeah. From Texas Hold'em? Jennifer Tilly poker. Wow, that's cool. Poker I'm wings. proud of her. She's amassed more than a million dollars in poker. Wow. How about that? Go off. Go off, queen. Also, I'm proud of any friend who gets a settlement and then takes me on vacations with them. Yeah. I'm re- I'm the most proud of those friends. Sutton's gay. Avi. Mm-hmm. Love. She goes, he's my assistant, my house manager. And he goes, I'm also your strategist and your chief of staff and she goes okay <laughs> i love it. avi's literally keeping it together keeping everything together because she's holding on by a string at all times but he's making things happen for her dorit has kyle over for the teeniest tiny pizza pie ever to exist i was like is this it are you kidding Dorit me? Dorit ordered CPK for one and said, come over for a dinner party. I was, this was, I was like your Amazon house of lies with the CPK ass fucking Kyle heated look- reheat in the oven pizza. Get out of here. This is like a tiny snack that you have before you eat dinner. This is <laughs> a meal for one. This is what I eat solo. But Kyle even looked, she was like, what's the, f-? um, but PK when I saw goes, her taking that out of the oven, Vika goes, Kyle's not going to eat a pizza. She'll eat a big old glass of water. He goes, Ju- God, he's such I a bitch. Him. Judging he from what bitch. Kyle looks on Instagram these days, she doesn't need anything but a glass of water. You just cut to Kyle with her her hip bones, just like... Cut, like concave thorax. I was so Ugh. disturbed by this pizza. It triggered... It, it was fight or flight mode for me. I, I was just served by the the foil, the salad and the foil thing. I was like, no, no, no. And then she took the a floppy pizza out of the oven and I screamed. Did she order it like the day before? It looked all looked really old. No, just seeing two friends split like something that is so I, it 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 triggered my body shit. And I just went into like fight or flight mode. I was fighting for my goddamn life watching this. I was stressing. Been, I was just like, I've God been so damn stressed. It. And like, I'm just in a place of stress eating now. Like, I'm yeah, literally like, I'm not even hungry. I'm not hungry yet. I'm fucking starving. And like, I'm sitting, like, eating my like Postmates food last night. Is there like picking over this like salad and pizza? I was like, Fuck <laughs> what's that like to say? Yum. What's this? I know. I was just like, God, bottom of the spit. Feed went, me. God damn it! When I saw it, <laughs> fuck you. 
No, EJ also sent her whole body face journey, sent me into a place of like head to toe appraisal, deciding I'm worthless and needing a driverless car to take me off the face of the planet. Toot sweet. (laughs) Yeah, Kathy and Kyle, she's like, we see. Kyle's like, I see Kathy out sometimes. And it's like, hi, how are you? (laughs) But she's like, I'm basically, I'm staying away from her. What if you saw bore witness to kyle and kathy seeing each other out again my fighter they trigger the hill the richard sisters trigger my frf i had i go i you know when kyle runs out of the restaurant in amsterdam that's me anytime <laughs> i see one of them when they're having sister drama i go no and i run away don't look at it don't look at me i can't see this no Dorit has a giant bucket of a candle. What kind was it? It was like eight wick. <laughs> Probably a huge dip tea candle. It was like Amazon's finest. Oh yeah, Erica also had a therapy session before, but like it was just her being like... I couldn't get anything gleaned. The only thing I gleaned from that was like what... I need the laser and I need like I need to know what's happening. Like I was say, she in goes, a fugue state. She goes, Tom's gonna die soon. So... That's good. <laughs> the therapist is like, yeah, he'll be dead soon. So you're all good. Life he'll be, be dead better. and then you'll have a whole new wave of grief. Then you'll think you'll slide even deeper and darker. She goes, as long as you just don't drink and do Lexapro at the same time. She goes, well, I'm off to Lexapro. It was a good run. Had enough of that. Good choice. The therapist goes, good for you. I love that. Love. I support that. Choosing drinking over Lexapro is a good you know what? You After what? what she's been through, I'm a showman. That's that's the life of a showman. A baby. showman drinks. I loved her going. So, what is empathy? <laughs> her therapist goes, maybe you'll have a little bit more empathy for people, and she goes, "Is that?" She goes, "When I feel something for someone else, is that empathy?" And she goes, "Yes, that is." all right interesting so i was like she's learning things the computer software is learning but she does have empathy what she's dogs what is empathy when i see someone they're going through a hard time and then i I feel something is is that (laughs) empathy yes (laughs) yeah that is exactly it Okay, I'll consider it. Noted. Noted. <laughs> Garcelle and her boys do a little picnic on the beach. I did not like this. I was very troubled by this scene. I was like, okay. Garcelle is a good mom. And I feel like they're... Here's... I feel like they are... Well, I think the son that got really piped up... I was like, this is a manipulative child. Yeah. Going, I want more freedom. And her going, you have a... Like, he can't drop... How old are they? Like, 15 or something? They're like seven. (laughs) They're anywhere from seven to 16. But I'm like, you probably have a lot of freedom. You're like an L.A. kid, first of all. So, like... You're a famous mom. 
ultimately like living a different life yeah. than probably any kid like that's in like the Midwest or like a small town. And him going, I want a lot more freedom, which what does that mean? Like you want to stay out late? Like you don't need to do that. Like any if you're staying out later than like 10 p.m. on a school night, like you're getting into trouble. There's no other way around that. And her being like, you get a pretty good amount of freedom. And then him going into this like, you weren't weren't there. Like, I blah, blah, blah. I needed parenting then, but I don't need it now. I think she handled it really well and like measured. I would literally be like, stop trying to manipulate me, you fuck. You're not getting freedom. (laughs) Like, I've had fuck enough of you. And if you think this is going to work, I'd be getting very defensive. I'd be like, I know exactly. This is fucking bullshit. I'd go EJ. Garcelle took it to a place of, huh. She He goes, huh. you were okay. gone for like a year, Mom, when you were filming that show. And she goes, I was gone for three months. I thought she said three weeks. And he goes, it was like a year. Or maybe she did say three weeks. She goes, it was like it was a year. I think it was three weeks. I was like, you fucking I was like, brat. nice try. Nice try. Nice try, you fucking clowns. Well, one, her Come other twin is sweet. Time. He's just like, I want to just like have sex with my girlfriend all the time. Yeah, which is also like, that's fine, but a little troubling. Don't talk but about it. But also, I get it. But Garcelle just don't was, get her pregnant. It's fine. But Garcelle was just kind of like, damn, I thought I was doing a pretty good job as a parent in a divorce. In this, I think she is. I do, too. I'm just saying I felt like she was. I think she clearly, you know, divorce can has trauma for every child, no matter how like amicable it is. So I'm sure she's like, he's just processing something, but I'm going to we will be discussing this later. She's like, I'm going to let him Revise say history. this. I'm going to document it on camera so it will exist forever on a TV show and then he can grow up into an adult and he'll be able to see how he acted how in this moment. Yeah, it was really lousy, I think. I thought, I think a revisionist history is part of every teenage life. Teenagers of a certain it's a very like privileged teenager thing to do. Well, I think it's a very just like classic teen thing to do because you want something and you think that your you think the, your manipulations aren't insanely obvious to your parents. But I'm like, you're literally just you. trying to guilt her into telling you like you don't have to have a curfew anymore. Yeah, it's very like child's play. He's like, I want to drink vodka in my friend's basement. Yeah, I won't, until like two a.m. If that's what I want. Just, I'd and rather I think just that be blunt. you should let me. Yeah. But then you'd say no and they wouldn't get their way. So they're like, oh, if I tell her this, then she'll feel so bad. I'll get everything I want. And I don't think Garcelle's one to fall for those tricks. Yeah. Yell at your dad. Your mom is. No, I think then when he's like, I'm going to move in with my dad, like that trailer like that was like coming yeah. up. I was like, ooh, I know that game. Mm-hmm. But. Kyle and Mauricio have this very tense slash disconnected sit down together in their house, which almost feels like it was filmed after the announcement came out because it felt like they were, their vibe was some people that live separately already. This was reading really like sitcom to me. Mauricio sees Kyle has some tattoos and he's like, I didn't even know that. She's like, I have five. And he goes, five? I thought you only had three tattoos. And she goes, well, maybe if you paid more attention to my body, you would know that. And Kyle's like... And they're just so like, busy. 
they're so disconnected and they have to like meet they have to schedule a time to meet to like talk about their schedules Mauricio goes oh I didn't he's like I, I don't I don't think you should get any more tattoos and she's like no I'm gonna probably get more I'm gonna get one of the woman whose pussy I'm eating <laughs> and you're a 28 year old who I'm just like put my entire face into her pussy every night that's the next tattoo i'm gonna get is her initials and he, he keeps going bean i was like Phew. he goes he was giving tom schwartz tilapio vibes when they go when you say your truth which is that you're gonna have tattoos and then your husband is like love bean love bean out of nowhere i was like you're sick for you're that sick for this. you're sick and I see right through you. He He's apparently having an affair with his Dancing with the Stars partner. They held hands in a dark parking lot. Who didn't Kyle see that one hurt. coming? I immediately she saw. Voted for... I hear that he's a dog and he is... He fucks everyone. Yeah. But I also heard rumors that Kyle is filming a reality show with her with morgan wait so because she on watch heaven's life said i'm not with morgan we're just friends she said we're just best friends and people only think that we're they only think that about us because she's covered in tattoos (laughs) they go if she wasn't covered in tattoos and didn't wear trucker hats all the time no one would think a damn thing i was like well no it's because she's a lesbian and you're spend all of your waking moments and you're with her. Bisexual. You're bisexual. Cool, it's okay. Kyle has like gay panic. They just okay. haven't come out. Yeah, they just haven't come out as like the. I feel like they're waiting for their big moment. I Kyle's, mean, both she and Mauricio are getting a lot out of this separation. Kyle's had a lot of gay panic over the years, and I think she's like a, because... from a different. She's from a different generation, and because Mother Kathy probably was a homophobe. Her, mm-hmm. her mom, Big Kathy, and then I'm sure Kathy Hilton's been like, at dinners before being like, I think we should just put them all on the moon. Get them out of here. I don't <laughs> want my kids around those, those vagrants and perverts. Get them out of here. Put them all on the moon, They're colony. fun for a laugh. They're fun for a laugh. But they're that's fun for it. a laugh. You don't want to be around them. They're, they're fun once in a while. They, they, they make you laugh. They make you giggle. They say some, some lewd things, some tawdry things, and then you get them on their way and get them out of there. Yeah, drunk you, way don't home. Know, you don't sleep where they are. You, you don't, don't let them sleep you where you are. You don't eat where you shit. You know what I'm talking about, kids? Never go over to their house. There's nothing sadder than an old queen. Yeah, I feel like Kyle just is waiting for like her big moment to like confirm the relation. I mean, there was an Instagram live when it first was coming out that Kathy was like, oh, well, there's we've got big Kyle and Kathy and Kim were all doing an Instagram live together or something. And Kathy was like, We've got big news to tease about Kyle's love life or something. And Kyle looked at her like. Kathy's ready to out her. (laughs) I love She's like, I'm ready. Kyle's a big old lesbian. She goes, she's a dyke. (laughs) My sister, a dyke. (laughs) Ever since we were kids, I thought, maybe there's something up with her. Turns out she's a dyke. Turns out she's a dyke. <laughs> so yeah, she, she she munches rug. She's shouting <laughs> to everyone at this part dinner party. Mm-hmm. 
Because we'd love to be the one to spill the beans. But I, I felt for Kyle. I thought she's clearly loved this man. And I think he, I mean, we don't know anything yet, but it feels like he just like time and time again broke her heart. Well, I think it's like they just have an understanding in their relationship and then it really ran its course. And she was like, I'm not feeling this anymore. And it's part of like Kyle's like, she's in her like Nelly Furtado, I'm like a bird era. Mm-hmm. But we'll see. We Stay su- tuned for next week. We support a girl boss. I support a late in life bisexual awakening and a woman who's just not taking shit from anyone anymore. Hell yeah. I support a sober queen. Mm-hmm. And I support horses from the Netherlands. I definitely support horses from the Netherlands. Well, hopefully at this time next week, you'll be back in your home. Yeah, maybe. Hopefully, yeah. Let's uh, shout out. Oh, really fast. I want to recommend. I thought it was going to be absolute dog shit. And I was expecting the worst. The Exorcist Mm -hmm. Believer. Not that bad. Wow. I would okay. give, it, I'd give it like a B minus C plus. It wasn't like as I think it was not as bad as everyone said it was. I think people were it was going to always be piled on because it wasn't the original. But like and there were some parts where I was like, OK, but mostly kind of fun and moving. Wow. And interesting. It was a cool concept. Okay. So I recommend for a Halloween viewing. Wow. Huh. huh. I'm Garcelle with that. Hmm. hmm. OK. OK. You I think you'll like it. I... I think you might not like it, but... I'm not going to see it, I don't think. Okay. Well, anyone else? But I love I love that for you. Yes. And I love that for anyone else who sees it. Okay. Okay. Let's do a cult shout-out really quick. Jeffrey Pratima. Pratima, Pratima, Pratima. Kim Lucas. Lucas. Emily. Emily. Nick Sedaris. Sedaris. Kitmore. Kitmore. Rochelle Martino. Martino. Kathy West. Yes. Mariah Kay. Owsley. Owsley. Carrie Whitmer. Carrie Whitmer. Courtney Kesselman. Kesselman. Sharon Baum. Realtor. Realtor. Mike Earhart. Earhart. Maisie McCarney. Maisie McCarney. Mary. Mary. Diana Gonki. Gonki. Malzatov. Malzatov. Lady Swamp, which gives, gives no, no fucks. fucks. Danielle McMillan. McMillan. And Lucy from London. Lucy from London. We love our cultists. Thank you for your continued patronage and support. And You're the to best. all of our patrons, we love you. And to all of our listeners who aren't patrons, we love you. Yeah, thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next time on Sexy Unique Podcast. Bye. Goodbye. Sexy Unique Podcast is created and hosted by me, Lara Marie Shane Halls. This episode was co-hosted by the one and only Carrie O'Donnell. This episode was edited by Ness Smith-Savadoff. If you like what you heard today, please be sure to subscribe to Sexy Unique Podcast on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you're craving more sup and just can't get enough and want access to things like bonus episodes, tons of premium content, as well as ad-free episodes of the pod, consider supporting the podcast on Patreon. You can find out more at patreon.com slash podcast. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. 
add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.